you know what's really interesting about coming here to Yorkton was when we were at church and we were praying about coming here, I had this vision and I saw God and he was on his throne and, and he was kind of far back away from where we were. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird, but he's here, that's really great. You know, we're praying for Yorkton and close our eyes and we start praying and all of a sudden it was like he just got off his throne and he stood right in front of me because the power of God was so strong right in front of me. That's what it felt like. God is so excited about Yorkton. So he's here and he loves you guys and he knows we're here. So that's really awesome. Um, so I guess I'll start here. I'm, I was born in Selkirk, Manitoba, but I was raised in Fort McMurray, Alberta. And I'm the youngest of six kids. And our family was a Christian family. I grew up in church and I knew who God was and I gave my life to him when I was five. But just like life has a way of throwing curves at you, um, there was a lot of challenges and at five I became a person who had to pray a lot. And I prayed all the time because life was just really, really hard. And the first time that God spoke to me, I was 11. And he said, what do you want me to do for you? And I told him and he did it. Because I prayed really hard all the time. When I got old enough to leave home, I left. I went to Vancouver, finished my grade 12 there. And I ended up, God called me back to Fort McMurray. I went back there and it's kind of interesting. God calls me to go back to Fort McMurray and I meet bikers and I start this whole new life that's really, really dark. Lots of violence, drugs, partying, you know, that whole scene. And there was a lot of good stuff. It was fun. But there was a lot of really bad stuff. It was really hard. And uh, that's where I met Don, my husband. And like him and I were not, we didn't really run in the same circles. We knew each other. We weren't friends, but we knew each other. And this one particular afternoon, I had a dream. And I saw him and I, and we were in heaven, and we had white wedding clothes on. And we were holding hands, and we were looking at each other, and it was just holy and white and, and love. And when I woke up and I looked at everything, I was like, that is not reflective of my life in any way, shape, or form. And the idea that him and I would end up together was like, ew. <laughs> but you know what? It, it just, life changed and we ended up together. And it was interesting. I just said, okay, God, well, that's what you say. So I believe you because you're God and you know. So we ended up together and uh, we ended up having a baby together, a boy. And, but you know, his, you'll hear his story. It was just something that I couldn't live with anymore. So I left him. I took our son and I left. And I started going to church. I was like, you know, I really got to get my life back in order. I need to go to church. And I started praying and seeking God. And, but I said, um, God, I'm not really interested in playing church. I don't want to go to church and listen to a sermon that I don't know what he's saying. And I don't want to sit here and read this Bible. I don't know what it's saying. I'm trying and it's, I'm laboring through this. I don't get it. I won't do this. Either you're going to come off your throne in heaven and you're going to come and you're going to meet me and you're going to become real because you're God and you're alive. You're not an idol. 
you're alive and if I talk to you, you should be able to answer me. And if you're not willing to do that, I am not willing to serve you. I am not going to play church. I'm not interested. So I started to pray. I read this story in the, in the Bible about this widow who kept going back to the king and he, she kept bugging him. And finally he said, I'm just going to give her what she wants to get rid of her. I said, that's going to be me. I'm going to come after you. I'm not going to leave you alone until you answer me, until you meet with me. And so I started praying and praying. Everything I could think of in as many different ways as I could say it, I was praying. I just, I ran out of words. And I, so I just say, okay, God, how about now? How about now? Is now good for you? Now is good for me. Now? Now? How about now? This went on for four and a half months. Day and night, day and night. How about now? How about now? Is now good? Finally, I just, this one day I had this vision. I saw God. I saw him on his throne. And he is, his, this part of his arm was on his armrest and his chin was in his hand like this and he was resting. And he was looking at me. And it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my whole life because it was God and he had sat there and listened to me for four and a half months. Is now good? Is now good? Is now good? You know your kids when they bug you and they won't stop? That was me. But he answered my prayer. He said, Don got saved very shortly after that. And things turned around. But you know, when God saves you, that's not, you haven't arrived because you've got your whole life and God has a plan. And so this one day while I was worshiping God, it was long, like several hours. I was just like, man, you are so good. I just love you so much. You're so good. He said, I give you authority over unclean spirits. And I said, what does that mean? But he didn't say anything. It was just quiet. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. I guess I'll figure it out when I need to know. Like a, so I ended up at this wedding. And the wedding was this fellow that we met that had been in prison. And he was marrying this girl that we knew that was an ex-hooker and another girl that was a girlfriend to this drug dealer that we knew. And they had all gotten saved and they were getting married. And uh, so they asked me to hold their baby. So I've got this little baby, and she's been throwing up for three days. She can't eat. And I'm like, okay, I get to hold this baby. i got to do something because God gave me authority over unclean spirits, and I know I'm supposed to pray in the name of Jesus. That's all I really know for sure. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm like, okay, if there's an unclean spirit here, you come off of this baby now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And all of a sudden, this baby started screaming, and she just went straight as a board, and her face was red. And I'm like, oh, my God, because they're all looking at me like, what are you doing to our baby? (laughs) But I'm holding her, and all of a sudden, this thing, it just came right off of her, and she collapsed in my arms. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, really weird, but there was so much peace on her. And, uh, And so they took her, and they put her down, and when she got up, she ate, like, first time in three days. And they're like, how did you do that? And I was like, I didn't say anything, because I'm like, no, don't say anything. You don't want no one speaking against what just happened, right? And so um, sometime later, the, the lady that was the maid of honor, her boyfriend called Dawn and said uh, that Kim was being tormented by demons, and would you come and pray for her? And Dawn said, no, I won't, but Kathy will meet with her. So I... Um, I told her, come and meet me down at the church, and, uh, and I'll pray for you there. So we go into the sanctuary, and I said to her, before I pray for you, I want you to know where we are. 
okay? Because back in the old days, the, they had a temple set up. It was like a tent, and there was the outer court. And then there was the inner court, which is the most holy of holies. And only the high priest could go in there once a year to pray for the people. But when Jesus died on the cross, the temple, like the curtain, tore in half so that we could all have direct access to God. We could all go into the most holy of holies. So where we are right now is in the direct presence of God. It's you and me and God in this place. I said, now I'll pray for you. So she gave me her hand and I prayed for her. And while I was praying, she says, she goes, there's black stuff coming out of my mouth. And I said, awesome, like, let's just sit here and wait. So we sat there, and she says, do you believe me? And I said, yes, I do. I've experienced a lot of really weird things, and I believe you. So we sat there, and, and she, when it was done, she said, I've never felt this good in my whole life. And I said, thank God, because I can't do what just happened to you. That was God. He did that for you. And she's like, thank you, God. And, you know, off she goes. And um, Another time, I'm going through the school, and I see this lady, and she's sitting there, and her little girl is sitting on her lap, and she's crying. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? And she's, did she fall down? Did she get hurt? What's going on? She says, she's been crying for 17 days and nights. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? I can help you. She said, you, you can help me? I said, yeah, that's what I do. And I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do, but, you know, uh, God has called me to do something. i got to do something. So she sends a little girl to class, and uh, I, took, I took the mom around the corner, and I was telling her these stories that I just told you. And, she, and what I saw was doubt and unbelief broke off of her. And when that happened, the girl stopped crying. It was over. She was crying because she was afraid that the devil was after her mom. And I was like, that's very interesting that doubt and unbelief would make her go to a place where she would be crying. She was interceding for her mom, and she was just really little, just this little girl. And I was just like, that is so incredible. The next day when I went back, the mom showed up wearing a Harley Davidson shirt, and she stood in front of the door of the classroom where I was working, and she doesn't wear Harley stuff. That was her way of honoring me for what I did for them. But I'm like, well, Harley Davidson had nothing to do with that. That was Jesus. That was Jesus. <laughs> but that's good, right? I mean, she acknowledged that something had happened here, and she believed. And uh, stuff like that happens on a regular basis. And if you look in Ephesians, you know, God has given us the armor of God. And he says, we're, our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. When Jesus was here, you know, he went around and he was healing people and he was casting out demons, and we're called to do the same thing. And I always say, you know, if your Christianity is boring, you're not doing it right. Because this stuff here is not boring. It is really, really interesting. And I was telling Marlene some of the stuff that is happening in Lac Labishan, God prepares me for this battle like two years in advance. He sh he'll sh keep telling me something and telling me something. And then when I need it, when it's like, the, okay, the battle is now, I'm prepared. And people's lives are being saved because God is showing me, like, these are the demonic strongholds. And, and I want you guys to pray them down. And so we pray. And then we get phone calls and we're like, you know what happened? Like, this, is, this happened. And 
just it blows our minds and 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 it's and it's really good and it's alive god is alive and and jesus is paying attention and he loves us he loves you and he's got a plan for you and it's not so that you can play church it is not so that you can go through some religious traditional things it is not so that you can dress up and show up and try to look better or be something that you're not god created us all with gifts and talents and abilities and he wants us to be who we are and to just serve him the best that we know how and he and he backs us up and he loves us so much and you know when i when i had that vision of god i did not see somebody who was angry i saw somebody who was very kind and he was very interested in what i had to say and he was paying attention and he and he just he loves us so much and that's all i have to say <laughs>